welcome to the Worry Tree podcast. I'm Louise, I'm the host of the Worry Tree podcast and also the founder of the Worry Tree app. Our app helps people with worry and anxiety using clinically proven techniques from cognitive behavioral therapy. It's free to download, so head on over to the App Store or Google Play, search Worry Tree, and you'll find us there. So this is going to be a bite-sized episode today, quite short and sweet, because I wanted to talk to you about worry and anxiety in the context of the school holidays. We're going to talk briefly about a few ways that you can reduce down that anxiety about the holidays, whether that's by making sure you're taking time to take care of yourself, not comparing yourself to others, using some problem-solving techniques and practicing some compassion both for yourself and for the kids. If you're in the UK like me, we're just days away from the start of the school summer holidays. I know you folks in the US are already way ahead of us on this one. In fairness, some schools in the UK have already finished for the summer. That's between five and seven weeks of having the kids at home. And don't get me wrong, that's amazing. The kids are tired and they're ready for a break. And for some of us, it's a brilliant time of winding down and enjoying the sunshine. But let's be honest, it can also be quite stressful. We've got five kids between us at home. We're a blended family and our youngest is now 12. So to some extent, things are much easier now. The kids tend to do their own thing more. They're not up and about so early either because they're teenagers. And it definitely helps. So if you have young children, there is a light at the end of the tunnel, I promise. When they were younger, and to a certain extent still now, I would have a measure of anxiety about the school summer holidays. I worked, although was lucky enough to be able to work from home, but that brings its own challenges with young children around. I don't want to say that I dreaded them, because I also look forward to having the kids at home more and being able to do more things with them, but I would definitely worry a lot in advance. The big thing that many parents especially worry about before the school holidays is childcare. If you have a job then you just can't that you just can't do at home and you're not term time only either, it can be really hard to work out how you're going to manage. Another big worry for a lot of parents, even if they can be at home all summer, is how they're going to keep their children entertained. Not just in terms of finding activities, but also the cost. The cost of living is really rising at the moment, I think, in most countries. So the idea of paying for activities where money is tight can cause a lot of anxiety. Then there's worrying that the kids will be bored, worrying that they're spending too much time on their screens and just generally judging ourselves and our parenting skills. Does any of this sound familiar? Because I have definitely experienced all of these worries in the past. So I wanted to do a quick episode today with a few suggestions, both as someone who's learnt to manage worry and anxiety through the tools that we create here at WorryTree, but also as a parent, a step-parent and a fellow human being. Let's first talk about taking care of yourself. I know this is a bit of a cliche now, but there's so much truth to the old adage about putting your own oxygen mask first that we just have to talk about it. And believe me, I know that this is easier said than done. If you want to talk about the neuroscience, though, research shows that no amount of thinking or thought management or problem solving will be effective if our nervous systems are activated. That is stress or anxiety to you and I. Those feelings of tension in our bodies, the shortened breath, the fight or flight response, it puts your body in exactly the opposite state that you need to be in in order to find solutions and manage anxiety. What I'm not talking about here is taking a bath or lighting a candle, although both of these things can be really lovely, but there's actually nothing calming about sitting in the bath with an eight-year-old banging on the door asking you what there is to eat in the house. It might mean something simple like making a pact with yourself that any time you feel the tension rising, you'll turn around and you'll take a big deep breath before you respond. 
It might mean getting up half an hour before the kids and having a quiet cup of tea before anyone else is up. That's a favourite one for me. Or it might mean doing a swap with another parent and for a couple of hours a week taking some time on your own while they have the kids and then vice versa for them. Taking care of yourself first, it means knowing what helps you to feel calm and responsive and making sure you build that somehow into your day or week, even if it's only in a small way. The kids will thank you for it, believe me, even if they don't know it. In a similar vein, another tip for managing your anxiety around the school holidays is to just get out of the comparison trap. For a start, all those other parents and carers sharing their joyful school holiday snaps on Instagram, they're having shitty days too, you just don't see them. Hardly any of us put the bad times on social media. But scrolling Instagram or your social media of choice can totally make us feel like we're failing at life if we're not jumping into glorious blue seas or out on some kind of educational trip. We've all done it, but try not to dive into the endless scrolling which leaves you feeling like you don't measure up. For me, that means curating my feed and muting or unfollowing anyone whose updates trigger feelings of inadequacy in me. But for others, it might mean deleting the apps off your phone and having a bit of a social media break across the summer. You do you. So we're making some time for ourselves, however brief, and we're trying not to compare ourselves to others. What's next? I'm all about using problem-solving techniques to manage my worries, and the main one I use is the worry tree technique, but there are others too. For me, I've learned that the vast majority of the things I worry about have some kind of solution. I just need to be feeling okay enough to problem solve. The first thing I do is write down my worry, whether on a piece of paper, in a journal, or on an app like our Worry Tree app. Just writing down what you're worried about gives you some distance, and it helps you to look at the worry with a little bit more perspective. So if that's the only thing that you have time to do, that's okay, it's going to help. The next step though is to ask yourself if there's anything you can do about it. Is this worry under your control? Most worries have some kind of solution, although a few, which we call hypothetical worries, might not. The hypothetical worries are the ones which usually begin with a what if. They're worries that are completely out of your control and based on external circumstances happening to you. The vast majority of our worries are actually a bit more practical than that and we can find solutions for these. And remember as well, even worries that you feel you have no control over whatsoever often have a solution that's more about how you'll respond to the event rather than actually stopping the event from happening. So if you're worried your kids are going to be bored and drive you up the wall, then there are plenty of solutions available to you here. You could spend half an hour coming up with ideas for activities that you'll keep out of sight and bring out only when they get bored of everything else. You could have a backup budget for movies that, can, that they can stream when you need a couple of hours piece to get something done. Or you could decide that boredom is okay and will force them to be creative. So you make a plan for actually how you'll respond when they come to you saying they're bored rather than trying to fix it for them. They're your kids. You'll know what's best for your family. If you're worried about finances over the summer, then again, take some time to make a plan for how you'll manage this. Problem solving this now gives you some time to do your research into free activities in the area or the opportunity to chat to other parents to see if you can't pull some resources. I'm not here to give you answers for these worries. Those answers are the answers that you need to find. But if you take some time now to problem solve them, you're kind of ready in the summer holidays to deal with them. Problem solving beforehand, it gives you the time to think clearly and be ready for some of the things that might come up. And don't forget, the vast majority of the things we worry about don't actually happen anyway, but you can be ready if they do. 
Following on from this, my fourth tip is about making it as easy as possible for you to use the techniques that work for you. If you know something helps you manage your anxiety, make sure you have it to hand during the holidays. That could be something really practical, like if you swear by using Rescue Remedy, which loads of people do, this is not the time to run out. Get your next bottle now, have it somewhere handy. We human beings like to make life as simple as possible, and that's why bad habits are so easily formed. If it's hard to do something, especially when you're activated or your stress levels are high, you're probably not going to do it. Make sure your relaxing summer read is already on your bedside table or your hypnotherapy or your favorite meditation app is on your home screen of your phone and you know it's all logged in and ready to go. Make things as easy for yourself as possible ahead of time so that you can practice the techniques that you know work for you. And if you're not sure what helps you to feel okay, now's a really good time before the school holidays start to try a few things out and see what works. Finally, Please practice compassion this summer, both for yourself and for your family. If you're struggling, you are not alone. Plenty of people find this time of year hard and it doesn't make you a bad parent, it makes you a human one. We are all humans, we are perfectly imperfect and sometimes we shout at our kids or we put them in front of a screen all day. We love them, we find them annoying, we feel guilty about it and we feel anxious that we might be doing it all wrong. All of that is really, really normal. I have no doubt for me that the school holidays this year will again be a mess of bickering, giggles, boredom and a few very occasional moments of joy, if we're lucky. I can't wait. And to be honest, I can't wait for them to end either. Have a great summer.